Kia ora, koto everyone. Um, welcome to Mama's Lockdown and Me. Do not know what number of podcasts this is because I haven't slept probably since the first one. Um, but I am very um, excited to be talking with Diana Minet, who was um, head of delivery at Trade Me and is now um, COO at Journey, which is working with insurance companies, hey, to make sure they do a good job. It is. It's it's making the customer experience much uh, easier and better when it comes to insurance. Um, and I actually flashed your picture at my husband just before this, and he went, "She's fucking cool." <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, "Okay." <laughs> I love. Okay. It. Like, well, I mean, he's a big tech geek, so you know. Okay. Okay. Kind of good. You can tell um, him I I appreciate. I will, I will, I will. Um, and you are mama to a 27-year-old daughter and a three-year-old, which is yes. incredible. We, we were just um, connecting over small people just before we started this. Um, welcome. <laughs> Thank you. It's, it's great to, ha- to be talking to you. Yeah. Um, and so the thing I always ask people at the start of this is, and consistency is good, is how are you? And then how are you (laughs) they have two different meanings they do they really do actually especially at this time oh my goodness uh how am i um i would say a lot better off than some yeah at the moment and then how am i really um uh kind of really surprised at myself Uh, i think i've over the years i've sort of prided myself on being really resilient and uh you know coping and under crisis situations you know I even had at one point crisis as opportunity as a sticker on my computer um so I, I you know I was up for the big crises but um this is different this this is really not using any of those resilience uh tools in my toolkit and it's just really kind of hard it's it's hard in lots of different ways so um depending on the hour or the moment the the day I can be doing extremely well and sometimes I'm just like a blubbering mess for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I I um this is the week so I went from being uh anxious to oh, pretty good. I'm gonna do some stuff to um really teary and then I've turned into rage monster this week. Oh um, yeah, just there we go. Shouting at anyone. So I've deleted Facebook off my phone and it's made me a whole lot calmer. <laughs> um for the yeah. thousandth time. Um who who's in your bubble? Do you want to explain who's in your bubble? And has that changed between de- the day and today and yesterday? Yes, uh, in a little way. Um, so it has been just my husband and I and Ruby, who's the three-year-old. Um, it's been that's been our bubble. Um, just before lockdown, I I did one of those panic buying of the puppy. There's also a puppy who arrived like the day before lockdown um, and his name's uh, that Ruby named him Roger, uh, which is new. Um, I like so that. He's, he's like a little fluff ball thing and, and he's not, he doesn't look like a Roger. He looks like a frou-frou and, or an Ewok. And anyway, <laughs> so Roger's here too. So he's new. Um, so, and then as of... As of yesterday, we opened up the bubble a little bit to my older daughter as well, who lives in the same neighbourhood as us with her partner. And his uh, family, they're all um, essential workers, so they're not going to be able to hang out with them. So they're hanging out with us, uh, which is um, really good because they're within walking distance and they have a very, very tiny apartment that they've both been working out of. So uh, it was just really, really great to be able to 
see them, hug them, like actually touching someone else's <laughs> It's so funny. So I talked to a friend of mine. I did this podcast with a friend of mine this morning. She's an early childhood teacher, and she, she, her, her I think some um, family came into their bubble this morning, and she said it was like slow mo hugging. They kind of all ran towards each other, and yeah. then like it's like ah, and then it was really so lovely. lovely. She said it's really it was lovely. very lovely. I think um, the the her boyfriend her partner who she's been with for a couple of years um was a bit shocked at how much i hugged him he's like okay get off me in, yeah. inappropriate now move aside so in yeah. terms of your um day to day how how has that changed for you it, it's interesting so both both my husband well my husband's a ceo of another company and I'm the CEO of another company. And so um, when we we both had to organize the lockdowns um, before it happened for our companies. And so we'd, we'd sort of started working from home the week before as a practice run with all of our various uh, people. Um, and so that actually went really well because the daycares were still open and things yeah. like that. And we were like, look at us working really well together. Um, you know, had the <laughs> office set up. It was, you know, we're like, look, uh, we were quite sort of chuffed. Look ourselves. well, look what we're doing. And then, you know, within <laughs> the daycares hit um, closed and it was like, oh, this is not how this is going to be at all. Um, so that changed everything um, in the sense of no days are the same. Uh, we, you know, you, it's easy for people to say, oh, why don't you just split the day in half and do one do half and one do the other. It doesn't work like that. It's more like we look at our calendars every morning and go, well, I've got this meeting, you've got that meeting, I have to be there for this. Uh, and so we sort of coordinate our calendars that way. And then the rest of the, the time is really just parenting. Like we're yeah. keeping a three-year-old busy. Um, three-year-olds, as you'll know, don't um, entertain themselves for very long. No. They need <laughs> some kind of stimulation. I, again, panic bought at the warehouse the day before, like lots of craft materials and things like that. And yeah, I'm nodding, that, nodding. Yeah, <laughs> that I could eke out over the time. And that lasted probably the first week and a half. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so that was really interesting. It was, like, quite fun initially, and then it turned into absolute frustration like beyond like me shouting loudly at every interruption and yep. just trying to get anything done i i think the second week was the worst um and it's because I, I i worked it out in my mind it's like i have a particular way of working and work ethic i like to that i've had for years and i'm used to being really productive and being able to do um sort of deep work in in the morning and then more abstract work in the afternoon. Like there's a whole structure that I'd sort of work with. And that just is not even remotely possible. So I've had to change all of the way I approach work. Um, uh, but I came to terms with that quite early. Uh, well, in the second week that I just got to put that aside for now. And now what I do is I try and write down three things that will move the company forward that I'm trying to achieve. Uh, and it doesn't matter when I achieve it in that day or how quickly. If I get those three things done, I'm like winning, um, and that's pretty much it. Like, so, um, 
I've just noticed. So you're, I, re, I find that comment about deep work really interesting because I, I have only just found, discovered that this week. That's what's making, making me frustrated because I work in the social sector and I've got all the stuff I need to read that I'm constantly being sent. I get really excited by reports and, and, you know, things to read. And then I'm like, mom, or somebody bursts through the door. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to stop getting annoyed at this little person for this yeah. thing i can i'm gonna to have to either read it tonight or it's gonna to have to go on another day um, and yeah and that's exactly it and once, I, once i let that go i've i've found we all adjusted much better yeah totally ruby yeah. and myself and just this tension that was there because i just realized that i was just that's just not gonna happen yeah totally um, like it's in 15 minute increments at the moment um and I've, that's another thing I've learned about myself is that I can actually deliver quite a lot in 15 minutes. If I'm you like, can. You can. I, yeah. <laughs> it's amazing the amount of women who I've spoke to who are, you know, high achievers, have a set way of doing things, and they've just gone, got to let that, that, and that go. And actually, I can concentrate for 20 minutes. I can get this done. And then the rest I need to move on. Um, yeah. That whole three thing list thing so i've got a business mentor that i'm working with and for the past year and she has the three daily vitals that you start yeah. i write them the night before and then i can't move on to the second one till the first one's done and then mm -hmm. if the, the third one and the second one and the third one don't get done they get moved to the next day but you at least yeah. can go this absolutely there's these absolute three things that i need to get yeah. done everything else kind of works aside from that it's really yeah, and exactly and it does like i'm a ruthless prioritizer and i always have been um but my list is always really long <laughs> and yeah. so just getting down to <laughs> post-it size is like okay cool that's yeah. what we're doing and, yeah. and initially i felt guilty about um you know that maybe i'd get that done in an hour and then just have to you know climb trees yeah. and play with play-doh for the rest yeah. of the day and i hate play-doh <laughs> oh my god no i hate play-doh with the other the my grown-up kid gave us the hairdressing set that you have to squeeze hair out of. oh my god you see i'd actually probably like that <laughs> no it's it's the bane of my life i tell you there's just very tiny dots of play-doh everywhere get everywhere so don't just don't do that either um so yeah it's once I got over that, and it took a lot because that's how I—that's how I feel. Uh, it's one of my core values is that um, that integrity and that capability stuff, yeah. and just letting that go. Um, yeah. But in saying that, it did make me realize that if I move those three things forward, things are moving. Yeah. And um, that's fifteen things in a week potentially. I know. And in, <laughs> and in terms of your, so you said, you know, you said you you have something up that says crisis is an opportunity. Have you noticed? Has this opportunity, this bizarre situation, changed the way that you work in the company you're in now? Has it? Have you have you gone? Do you know what we've missed? We've missed that bit, and we missed those people, and we've missed that thing, or actually, we're doing that thing really well. It's it's interesting because the team itself um, is a, re a really cool mix of a lot of different ages and different backgrounds and, and things like that. And uh, there's a lot of people who have really excelled in this. Um, equally, there are people who have been you know in business for a really long time who are less so, including myself at times. And um, so it's it's more. Um, there's a lot more focus from our company on just getting together and talking, even though it's 
lots of Zoom meetings and things. It's just good to check in with the people and, and see how everyone's doing. Um, ultimately, we've just let it run. Like if people are having a bad day, they have every right to say I'm having a bad day and to not participate and just look after themselves. It's just, it's just a change of priorities. Things that we used to find important are less so. Uh, it's more about how are we going to survive this rather yeah. than um, how are we going to grow and prosper and be great humans in this. Yeah. Like yeah. It, it's, it's not extending ourselves, it's protecting uh, everything we have as much as we can. Yeah, so. that's a really nice way of putting it, actually. Um, and protecting those people who are important, you know, because and another thing I was going to ask you that I've asked lots of women is, um who, who are you worried about who who do you i don't and i don't mean that specifically a person but a, a group or a is this is there somebody you think oh god i'm really actually concerned about those that um is it it's funny because often uh the people who are the most vocal about how they're feeling cope better i find um in the long run because they're letting it happen to them in real time. Um, it's, it's interesting. I find um, it, it, sometimes it's louder um, than others, uh, but often at least you know, especially as a, a leader in an organization, at least you know what's going on there because it's right there. Um, I think in these circumstances, it's very easy to withdraw and hide or just drop those meetings or um, not share uh one thing that i'm really missing is body language like i didn't well i have realized over time but even more so now how much i uh intuit from that and yeah. just not seeing that i i there are some times that i'm like that didn't feel right that there's something happening there but i can't tell you know things like that so that's that's probably where i'm finding it um the most worrying is that it's not necessarily the things that are just right there that people are happily talking about how they're feeling and, and you know that they're feeling stressed that they're feeling worried it's the ones that aren't or the ones that say they are but they really are not yeah yeah no <laughs> um, no i so. totally get that um and i got that i was doing some i do um i usually go out and do training in around the region and you know i i, I really love that whole but you know the stuff around training when you've got somebody in front of you and people laugh or people nod or people do you know they give you that there's something because you're in the room together and you're going through the motions whereas mm -hmm. when you're in a little screen i keep saying to people somebody give me something because <laughs> you, you're kind of sat in a room talking to yourself and you've got all these faces around the screen um and, yeah. and people are like yeah yeah no it's fine it's fine but i find that really difficult being a very um i i love talking to people but i love being around pe real people yeah. and i'm really really missing that stuff yeah and it's something that you actually have to be um when you're in a like a remote situation you have to overdo some of those things you have to nod much more often and much more obviously you have to gesture with your hands in the screen and you know things like that like to make it very overt so that people know that you're engaged in whatever is happening yeah. um which i was reading an article recently about why everyone's getting so tired after all these zoom meetings because your, oh. your subconscious is trying to work out what's going on because they don't get enough information yeah no right. absolutely yeah no no i agree with that um and is there anything you you want to keep when you when we you know we're allowed back to normal whatever that is means mm. yeah it's 
it's in some ways it's too early to tell, but there are certain things that are, are you know of a benefit. Like we shouldn't, in a lot of ways, be complaining that we're at a home with our families that we created on purpose. <laughs> but we do. <laughs> um, but we do. Uh, so you know, there are some really good parts about being at home with Ruby. She seems um, she's feeling it as well. Like she's sleeping terribly and um, you know being just really sort of throwing um tantrums and things that yeah, she's not yeah, usually in. Yeah. So um certainly um being with her at this time, you know, seeing um we we're having a lot of simple fun, which is good. Like we're sitting in a tree, for instance, and yeah. um, you know, looking at the birds and listening to to more books and things like that outside. So so that's really really good. And I think um having time to do that is useful and good. I think um, there was always the feeling that we were always just doing things quickly, like you've got to get to work by by a certain time, you know, do the drop off, go to work, do the work, do the things, come back, do the, you know, do other things. Um, it was all very kind of, we've got to get things done constantly. And I think that's been something that has been, having all of that disappear has been an eye opener about how much of that actually matters. Um, yeah. And that feeling of chasing yeah. your own tail, you know, it's like, if it doesn't happen, whatever, like, yeah, some stuff's got to get done, but most of it, whatever, do it tomorrow. Um, yep. you know, for sure. Um, so, um, we, uh, we, um, move on to our quick fire round. Are you ready, Diana? Oh, am I? Am I? Okay, go. go. Don't know. Uh, orange or apple? Oh, apple. Salt or sweet? Salt. Favourite colour? Blue. Um, one person you would invite into your bubble, famous, dead or alive? Margaret Atwood. Wow, good answer. Uh, Favourite biscuit? Do not say Tea ginger pot? or we'll never Toffee be pot. friends. No, 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 Toffee Pot. It'll have to be Toffee Pot. Oh, good choice. The amount of women who said ginger nut, I'm like, you are struck. Oh, God, I, <laughs> I know. Um, walnut or cashew? Cashew. Um, mountain or beach? Beach. Um, and one album for the whole time you were in lockdown? Fleetwood Mac, uh, Greatest Hits. We're gonna get on. Which? Why have we not met again since then? Um, and have you got any any Netflix or podcast recommendations that you've been tuning into that I can share? Oh, that's a good point. Um, oh my goodness, Netflix. What are we? Oh goodness, what are we even watching? That's the thing. It turns into just like turns uh, into blah, eh? Just blah. Um, what have I been watching? There's a podcast that I've I've listened to. I'm not really a podcast. I'm much more of a book reader. But there's a podcast that I've been listening to. That's why is your bottom so dirty? Have you heard of that one? <laughs> I have now. Oh, that's really funny. It's like these British um, comedians, and and they've got to try and work out. Someone plays the role of the person whose bottom is dirty, and then they just start playing this role, and they're going to try and work out why their bottom is dirty. Anyway, it's, it's ridiculous. I'm totally going to leave um, now and go and find that. <laughs> I think it's called Wise Bottom for Um and, and if if you're a book reader then tell me what you're are you currently reading anything? I'm currently reading um a series oh let me just um grab it. 
Where's my book? Um, uh, just to really be quite distracted, um, and it is, there's a series, uh, it's called the, it's an FBI agent um, who is, what's I called, um, Pendergast, um, and who wrote it? Goodness, that's how much my brain doesn't work right now. It's, it's all right. I can't even remember an author. Um, there we go. Um, Preston and Child, uh, two authors who co-write co this whole series. And I, um, when I was on holiday, I grabbed a um, book off the bookshelf, as you do, because I'd forgotten mine. And um, yeah, was happy to realise that there was quite a gripping drama, about, a little bit like Lee Child kind of books. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I realised they had written like 25 books. So <gasps> like, I'm done now. So I've just oh, I'm done for the rest of my them. life. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so you're like, like don't have to think um, about it <laughs> yeah but yeah so there's there's things like that i think there's i usually uh, do a lot of non-fiction and things like that and so there's some good ones of like um never split the difference is a really good one about negotiation and mm. um yeah i like really gory things as well like really strange things like uh autopsy books and <laughs> Whatever yeah. floats your boat, I crime, say. Crime. Often, often I'm really into documentaries, and um, my husband says, "Is it about Nazis or is it about serial killers?" And, I love yeah. it because <laughs> I just finished. I just finished. I am Pilgrim. Oh, nice. Which is well, it's quite a big one, and I, it's about a um, similar to what we're stuck in at the minute. So I started reading it, and then went, "Oh my god, I'm actually living this book," but obviously oh, not no. as gory and as in-depth as that is but it's um it's very good i was gripped nice. didn't stop reading it. um thank you so much for giving us some of your time um and i always ask people what are you going to go and do right now uh i'm probably going to drink wine because yeah. it seems to be the theme um <laughs> um, how are you ever going to dry out after this i have no it? bloody idea yeah. I, I am screwed so I'll probably drink wine, um, maybe sit under the tree with the dog, uh, just because it's really nice out at the moment in the evenings. And um, yeah, read a book probably. Amazing. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It's, been, well. it's been fun. You are welcome. <laughs> and we will see you on the other side. We will. We'll get through it. it we yeah, will. No one will. As I always say, no one will lose, will lose an eye. But um, yeah. Yeah. Good yeah. luck, everyone. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you, Diana. Thank you. Bye. See ya.